You are not the man you used to be, Zuko. You are stronger and wiser and freer than you have ever been. And now you have come to the crossroads of your destiny. It's time for you to choose. It's time for you to choose good. I expected this kind of treachery from Uncle, but Zuko, Prince Zuko, you're a lot of things, but you're not a traitor, are you? Release him immediately. It's not too late for you, Zuko. You can still redeem yourself. The kind of redemption she offers is not for you. Why don't you let him decide, Uncle? I need you, Zuko. I've plotted every move of this day, this glorious day in Fire Nation history. And the only way we win is together. At the end of this day, you will have your honor back. You will have Father's love. You will have everything you want. Zuko, I am begging you. Look into your heart and see what it is that you truly want. You are free to choose. Flamio, hot men. Welcome to the Ember Island podcast, the show where two fans of Avatar The Last Airbender sit and talk about every single episode. I'm Leslie. And I'm Barbara. And today we are covering the heart racing, heart stopping, heart pounding, heart breaking uh, finale of book two. This is chapters 19 and 20, The Guru and the Crossroads of Destiny. Uh, I stand by my decision of it being like some of the best stuff that you'll see on TV. (laughs) But before we get into it, yeah, it's good stuff. So before we go into it. What about spoilers? Because there's a lot. Okay. So if you have never watched Avatar of the Last Airbender, why are you starting now when everything's culminating? Go back to the first episode. Watch it from there so that you can see how awesome and how terrible this episode is. We will be talking about things that have happened previous episodes, things that will definitely happen in in future episodes, and things that are happening this episode that are heavy, heavy spoilers. So, spoilers ahead. Now, before we start, fuck Zuko. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fuck you, Zuko. <laughs> fuck you, Zuko. What? I what love you, but why are you doing this to oh, me personally? Why would you do this to me? We were rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. Like, somebody play the Tyra clip in the background. (laughs) Oh, seriously. We'll get into it when we get there. But I have feelings and very upset. I have, I have so, I have so many feelings. But also, fun fact, that Tyra rant was a lot longer than what they showed on yeah, TV. I know. <laughs> and we'll never see it. I know. <laughs> and it's like you thought that first snippet was just TV gold. <laughs> Apparently there's a whole other piece of it that we have not even seen. A lot of it. <laughs> so bummed. <laughs> she did not have her coffee. <laughs> no, she didn't. <laughs> or so or, uh, or um, she didn't like 
drink enough tears that day and just have <laughs> yeah she, she collect didn't suck them. the souls out of enough girls yet <laughs> oh, uh, oh my we god we are we're talking about america's next top model by the way yes. <laughs> because we're so worldly of course we're very diverse we watch avatar and next top model and it's great and disney sequels we just disney like sequels. to be angry yes we enjoy being angry <laughs> and we're definitely angry here in these episodes because oh people making horrible decisions oh but anyway so uh we're gonna start with the guru first this is chapter 19 and this is the episode or the first half of the finale where ang goes to visit a guru can help him control the avatar state while uh, Sokka goes to meet his hot dad, and then so hot dad. Yes, <laughs> everyone has a hot dad. Everyone's got a hot dad. It's ridiculous. And then um, Toph is currently captured. Whatever. Well, she do. And Katara discovers that the Kyoshi warriors are not who they say they are. Katara just ruins everything this episode. I yeah. love you, Katara, but also <laughs> I forgot how unlucky you are. This no, this is just bad. It was a bad time for Katara. <laughs> but um, I'm just gonna say right now, the Guru. I forgot how good this episode is. It's this wonderful. is yeah. We're I might have to move this one up into my top five because it's really good. I really like this one. I feel like what Zuko alone is for Zuko, this one is for Aang. In terms of just like Aang being super introspective and you get to learn just different facets of himself, whether it's like what he regrets, what he's sad about, what he's mourning and all that jazz. And like, I don't know. I, I really like this episode. I, really think, I think it is also a perfect episode to show why Azula's scary. Because oh, yeah. the scariest part <laughs> of Azula is not her firebending prowess it's how manipulative <laughs> manipulating grown men from a totally different country that has been indoctrined to hate her to mm -hmm. fight for her it's so ridiculous and she's 14 guys she's 14 <laughs> and crazy. she's a master i know it's horrible <laughs> and wonderful at the same time yeah, terrible, so, but great. <laughs> yes, correct. <laughs> but um, yeah, something that I really appreciate about all the season finales and at least the original show is that they really do a good job balancing out both sides of this show in terms of both like the spiritual um, lore and stuff yes. as well as the awesome action like they really do a good job balancing out. So like part one is leaning more into the spiritual stuff. Then you get Crossroad of De Crossroads of Destiny, which is both some good character moments as well as some awesome action. So mm. it's just a good balance. Um, Siege of the North, I thought, also did that well with the whole spirit world stuff and then the kick-ass action mm -hmm. scenes. Plus so. they are just great at giving me information leading the story along without it feeling like it's giving me information and it's holding my hand. It feels very mm -hmm. organic every single time. But yeah. that's also almost every episode of 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 Avatar where it's really master 
masterfully crafted and everything feels organic. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah, like it is like it's coming to like it's coming to a head not because it is the 20th episode so it has to but because this is this has just been building. It's just well written. Which we say all the time. It's at <laughs> I know. It's, it's good. well written. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so, um so to start off the episode, I want to just 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 mention that in the preview they mention about um about the avatar state where where if they you do. are killed the avatar <laughs> will cease to exist well that little reminder it's funny because my um i was watching this episode on my blu-ray box set and they didn't show the previously from avatar but i i do vividly remember them showing that clip of if you're killed in the avatar state the re reincarnation cycle will cease to exist and all that jazz yeah like when it first aired on tv and i'm like why would they do that? I mean, I get it. And just in case you forgot that little tidbit, because I was all the way back at the start of book two, but <laughs> yikes. I, I actually really liked them adding that because it does not become relevant until the final two minutes of the episode. That's Nor true. So you still have enough time to forget it. Yeah, normally I don't like them spoiling things there. Um, Game of Thrones does that a lot, where they like throw back to a character that you like remember from a few episodes ago. Well, actually, so back when the show was back when the show was good, though, I thought they did a good job not doing that. I'm trying to think of a good example right now. Benjen, where yeah, Benjen, yeah. Oh God, they well, did that on purpose. Talking about Benjin so that things would happen and then like everyone would get really well, excited if they read the yeah. books and it was a total well, double like, cross. I mean, I'm saying like they didn't do it all the time, but I think for the bigger moments rather than just like, you know, Benjin cameo, um, like they didn't lay out. I don't remember them laying out the whole thing prior to Red Wedding, right? Or like the whole context behind it. No, they were very good at at um at keeping that hidden i think that they hinted more at the purple wedding if i am remembering correctly i don't even think they did that much because they mentioned baelish i was in the preview i think they do or they mention uh they show sansa getting the necklace from that guy yeah but, but you anyway. don't realize it's actually important until later but anyway yeah um uh, so so I actually liked them adding that to this like last time on Avatar because it doesn't pop up until the very end and then it is that reminder of oh no this is an even yeah. bigger terrible thing that is that's happening. true and since yeah and since these two episodes aired at the same time this was like an hour that so it, it could have taken you an hour to which is plenty of time to forget what happened in the previously on <laughs> segment yep so yeah yep. which um which there was only one previously on that was before the first episode so it was mm -hmm. really aired together yeah so we open this episode with iroh making Juke. what looks 
like yeah it's porridge I guess, oh, it's rice I, porridge sure it looks have good, you watched so. mulan yeah that but is, i i thought that stuff looked a little better mulan eats. yeah <laughs> i was or, thinking it was more like the slop that they eat in big brother like the reality oh, show yeah. but, well um well um specifically mulan eats um kongi which i think is made out of a slightly different grain but but yeah um it is made purposefully to be very plain and not have a lot of taste and it's like you are eating nothing it's just bland Yay. so it's so it's not great which is why iroh's like Sounds hey nice. this this wouldn't be great normally you but put, then like why why is he making this they live in like the upper ring now why are we <laughs> why is he making this gross looking thing when you could probably get like pancakes or something i don't know or like actual oatmeal um normally you normally you um add things to it so you so so it didn't so look like he was add. adding anything no <laughs> no two way piece of bacon smiley face yeah. mulan but <laughs> yeah um but i um, mean yeah zuko zuko smells yeah. it which it must smell like flour like it must just smell like raw flour um yeah. um but he's very happy to eat it and it's like he's a whole new person and his tone of voice signifies that he's a whole <laughs> new person it's so weird and honestly kind of uncanny in hindsight because <laughs> it's like he's never this happy even after he joins the group officially in book three spoiler alert yeah. um he's like, never this he's happy never again. never this happy <laughs> it's kind of crazy and which makes me feel like part of it's sort of forced on his part like he's trying to be to some extent what his uncle wants him to be following the whole sickness bout but like he hasn't totally come to terms with himself at this point either so like he's trying too hard that's the vibe i get now i am gonna blow your mind i okay. think that his fever dream involved him opening his chakras so <laughs> so at this moment he is the perfectly like tabular res perfect person that has let go of of just all of his insecurities every single negative thing about him and he's totally free until later on it all comes crashing crashing down again and then that's why everything's terrible because you can't exist as that just tabular res person when when you're an earthly being. You you can't just shoo off shoo off Katara just like with a like two second vision. You 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 have to actively combat it. And I think that he was putting all of his negativity in a corner of his of his mind and just this is his life now positivity if i just don't think about anything else and if nothing stressful comes at me then i can fake it you know that's true it's a good read yeah but yeah it is very weird but i understand why they took this route because then it just makes the whole betrayal in part two he sounds <laughs> like rufio by the way 
He sounds just like Rufio when he's talking to Peter Pan. Just like really. But he always sounds like Rufio because he is Rufio. Well, <laughs> no, but the tone. Now it's like, oh, I'm a oh, I'm a boy and I'm oh. just like, experiencing childhood wonder. <laughs> Let me eat this like imaginary <laughs> colored frosting food. You are the pan. <laughs> <laughs> Uh. <laughs> oh man so next up we get ang and sokka carpooling together ang's gonna drop off sokka with his dad and sokka's and... nervous which is so mm-hmm. nice yeah this was sweet so we get sokka showing up in the tent everyone's happy to see him and then he walks in the tent and we see his hot dad for the very first time oh, like I... seriously I love the moment when his when his dad looks at him, but then looks oh, at no. him as his son. There, ah. there is that visible change yeah, in just how happy he is to see him. <laughs> right, but seriously, that first shot of him looking oh, like he's like planning yeah. and stuff. I'm like, oh man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> they need to stop cartoons. Please stop with your hot dad. Hot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like this is ridiculous yeah. <laughs> so yeah they're happy to see each other and i don't know how do you want to recap the rest of this because there's a lot of things going on in different directions here okay um shall we just like talk about Sokka for a hot second let's just talk about Sokka. Sokka's okay. great Sokka's fun um um i really like when he walks into the camp that he that that his posture is low he keeps on rubbing his arm he is just really nervous and he feels like a like an outsider until someone recog- recognizes him and it's like Sokka I'm so happy to see you your dad's over there and just everyone is just so welcoming and and in summary that Sokka's entire arc here is is just becoming a real member of the water of the water tribe because he never felt like a real member because he was off with the women and children he 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 he, he wasn't with all of the men doing what doing his role do, doing what the men should do and it's so it's so nice and it's and i just like Sokka being being happy and great but anyway mm-hmm. okay so, so Sokka meets up with his dad. It is great. Um, and then um, turns out the water the water soldiers have been um, making these bombs to 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 um, prevent fire fire nation ships from going straight into 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 Bossingsay. And it's this wonderful scene with his dad. It is just great. Um, um, when that happens, they are they they are talking about how they are um, tangle mines. Basically, they are they they are made out of um, out of seaweed and also skunk fish, which probably smells terrible if it is called skunk fish. Um, and 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 um and Sokka's dad calls calls them stinking sinks which Sokka thinks is the funniest thing ever because they're because they're the same person and someone says um 
you're definitely your father's son. And I just love the bonding shown there. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, so then their last kind of scene is uh, all the men are going to go destroy some Fire Nation ships that are in the distance. And Sokka's like, what about me? It's like, you heard me. I said all the men get ready for battle. I was like, yeah. oh, yeah. Oh. Plus, I is... like authoritative Sokka's dad. <laughs> <laughs> you just like him ordering you around. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you got it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um. Um. So. Um. So. Um. Why don't we skip back to what Katara is doing? So. Okay. Yeah. So we're we're kind of doing this in 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 um in kind of a weird order, but um but um Ka- Katara is is helping out the Earth King by um by um helping out the council of five which are which are deciding what to do about um about the fire nation and they are planning the day of black sun invasion to finally end the fire nation katara gets the scroll momo jumps on jumps on this um stereo stereotypical giant map that every war room has that's ever existed and and it is hilariously fun um because no one else is is um is is um laughing at it at all so katara leaves brings the scroll tries to bring the tries to bring this this scroll to the earth king but 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 thinks oh i have i've done pretty good today why don't i stop to get a cup of tea now this a is cup of tea. yeah this is where i want to pivot to iro and and zuko so um today is a very special day because why because they are Going to the grand opening of Iroh's tea shop called the Jasmine Dragon. And it is wonderful and it is great. And and they are and they are serving tea. Everything's working out really well. And and Zuko's really positive about the entire thing. Specifically, um sp- specifically Iroh is Iroh is just so happy to spend this moment with Zuko and he's just so proud of where both of them have come from and 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 it's a really wonderful moment seeing the seeing the tea shop because because leaves from the vine starts playing in starts playing in the background <laughs> and it's a nice tea shop like I'm gonna go it is really nice but it's but it's really sweet because like this is what Iroh always wanted but never saw for himself kind of like how Zuko has always felt trapped in his destiny always felt driven towards something always felt pressured 
Iroh has definitely felt that also. I mean, he was the firstborn son to the Fire Lord. He was going to become Fire Lord. He had to become a general. And the, and the only reason why he didn't just lay, lay waste to Ba Sing Se was because of his son passing. And it's and I think that it's a nice kind of analog of of all of this is possible because of his son's death. Like his actual change as a person was driven by that horrible moment. And that horrible moment led to something just purely good and just purely great. So, so they are at a tea shop. Katara wants to get some tea. So it just so happens she walks up to this open air tea shop, walks up straight to the door, and who does she see? Well, I guess it might be Zuko. She sees Zuko, and it's the worst thing ever. <laughs> she runs off, has to inform has has to inform the Earth King that that there is someone from the Fire Nation here, plus Iroh, and she is gunning it straight, straight to straight to the Earth King, which makes us pivot. Yeah. So, um, well, first I gotta talk. I want to talk about just how easy it was for the Kyoshi Warriors, uh, in quotation marks, I guess, to get in with the Earth King. Like, oh, oh, <laughs> uh, and the Earth King's like a neat, so naive, it's so ridiculous. He just immediately <sighs> starts explaining everything it's like hey guys guess what um i just arrested my chief advisor and stuff and the dialy's evil and all that jazz isn't it crazy that i couldn't that i can no longer trust him and azula's like yeah it's funny <laughs> when you can't trust the people you care about i'm like oh fuck which, <laughs> and which i think is double foreshadowing yeah i think Ugh. so like layer one God. she is just gunning for you layer two she is gonna be backstabbed next season. <laughs> so yeah, and <laughs> double layers. Loved awful. it. Mm-hmm. And then uh, don't forget Zuko. <laughs> you know, next episode. Oh, uh, okay. Oh. So um, and then uh, oh, but then he's like, but no worries though because uh, we plan on invading the Fire Nation on the day of Black Sun. Like oh, oh, oh. when is this? This is great information. <laughs> Oh, like, uh, oh. and I hate specifically how he's how he's like Bosco the bear is such a good judge of character. Yeah, <laughs> when he just sleeps all day. I know animals are the best. Seriously, they're always onto that stuff. They got good intuition. Oh, mm. yeah, Bosco the bear. But yeah, yeah. So everything's hitting, hitting the fan right now. It's not good. So. Meanwhile, Katara runs back to. Oh wait, wait, no. So first, no. Uh, Azula's we're, like, we're oh, gonna get into the espionage. Right. Yeah, it's like we just got all this information straight up. So let's take over Ba Sing Se from the inside. Now that we're here and everyone trusts us for some reason. Um. So then she gets May oh. and Ty Lee to hang out in the front entrance of the throne room which is wonderful yeah it was great 
I'm just uh, like, well, we can't let anyone know we're Fire Nation. <laughs> yeah, we're here with Princess Azula. Yeah. We are we are gonna try to make a coup with with the Earth King. And the way they do it is so wonderful. Where they must have done this before. This is something that they've done a few different times. This is yeah, this is something that that they that, yeah, that they pull out. <laughs> And they're actually pretty good at this scene. Is how I think the last time we saw a plan similar to this was when Katara tries to get herself arrested in book book yeah. one, <laughs> where the acting was like, so bad. <laughs> yeah, but they somehow bought into it anyway. It's like this one's actually a little more believable. <laughs> like until you see Azula come around the corner. Like if, if I was at twelve as a twelve year old watching this again, I, I would told I think I totally bought into it. The way was, like, that 12. they say their lines, if you didn't know if you didn't know what they what they were trying to do if you if you didn't see azula come around you would think oh they are just talking in the middle of the atrium and they're not doing what they what what they should be doing and now and now the daily knows so um so the reason why azula wants wants to that th this whole thing is because in the brief few days she has been in the city she knows that the Dai Li are are the real rulers of this uh, of the city whoever rules the Dai Li really really controls what what is going on because be because the earth king is kind of a puppet king <laughs> he's he's yeah. kind of he was made to be bad purposefully mm -hmm. By the daily, he he was not made to to actually rule, and um, and um, I love how um, how um, how um, Ty Lee mentions that that she admires her confidence, Azula's Azula's confidence, because it because it is just so indicative of what happens later with all of her masterful machinations throughout this entire yeah. thing well so you know uh the daily now know that they're fire nation so azula uh gets herself arrested or just taken to um long fang i always forget his name he gets uh yeah she gets taken to long fang who's like hey why don't we conspire together to take over the to take over bossing say because I have the Dai Li in my pocket still, but I think you'd also be very good at, you know, getting them to do my bidding for me while I'm currently in prison. So, yeah, you will like, me yeah, okay, let's definitely share the glory. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, you will give me the avatar. I will, I will give you the city, or I'll just take both. Because I've been planning this entire exchange the entire time, and I am pretending to be to, to be scared. I wanted this to happen. It's great. Mm -hmm. Azula's just great. Yeah. So, meanwhile, now that Katara knows about Iroh and Zuko existing in Ba Sing Se, she runs back to the palace to go inform the Earth King. But she just sees the Kyoshi warriors there instead. So she starts spewing this information. She's like, Suki. No. <laughs> it's 
somebody do a close-up on their faces, please. The Fire Nation Prince Dooku is here. <laughs> yeah. And then she gets closer and she's like, oh wait. Uh <laughs> um yeah, so then she realizes, oh crap, they're not the Kyoshi Warriors, but she finds out too too late because Ty Lee she blocks her and yeah, she's basically out of commission before she can tell anyone what's the deal. And okay, so I know you are kind of a bit away, but does everyone in face makeup look exactly alike? You know, yeah, right? Like <sighs> I don't know. I'm just like, how is it that nobody that, or at least Guitar, what is, I guess Guitar has been super busy because she never got the chance to go say hi to Suki or to who she thought was Suki until now. Yeah. Like, I don't know how long she's been running around starting the plans in uh, conjunction with the time that the Kyoshi Warriors arrived, but like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, if I found out my friend was in town, I would try to make plans to go see her like immediately. You I know, mean, but you know. I mean, she did run up those, like, 4,000 steps. Maybe she was just a little tired. Maybe, maybe we should give her a break. All right, we'll allow it. <laughs> but also, she is she is the worst. She she does everything wrong this episode, and I hate it. Katara, yeah. I love you. But just oh. your bad oh. luck just ruined everything. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, so no, because like she managed to see Zuko and tell the worst person ever to At tell the same time, that man. Zuko's here it's back to back. Like that's within like twenty minutes. Oh, she had to pick that tea sucks. shop. I'm like oh, so now Katara's in danger. Back yeah, to so Aang. Good. Yep. So we go to Aang. And this is the best stuff of the episode, in my opinion. So It's really neat. Yeah, so Aang goes to that guru who was hanging out with Appa back in Appa's last days. He was the one who attached the message to his horn. And when it got back to Aang, finally, this is when he learns that, oh, he can help me control the Avatar state. So he comes to meet him. This is Guru Patik. Yeah. Patik. This guy's great. I love this guy. Um, He's just so jovial and deep at the same time. So, um, and he really likes banana onion juice, yeah, onion banana juice, which that sounds really gross. I don't know how you can make that good. Um, top chefs out there, if you know how to make good onion and banana juice, um, go for it, please it, let me know. The, uh, uh, I, okay, so I would think Vidalia onions plus bananas foster, so it'd be like caramelized onions. Uh, I guess so. Yeah, I guess that's the way I would try to go with it. I caramelize everything in this, and then it's juice. Just though that's what threw me. It's juice. Like that sounds gross because <laughs> it's like it's liquid. It's not like a thick thing. I don't know. Yeah, but how anyway, they're drinking juice. it. Yeah. Uh, on that all mouth. I know, all I know is I think I remember a scene where he was feeding Appa. Something that was not onion and banana juice. And I'm like, where is that? <laughs> oh, the fruits? The berries? Yeah. Can we, we just eat berries. fruits? <laughs> no. Berries are for bison. Berries uh. start with B. <laughs> <laughs> so does banana juice. <laughs> or do you have to put the onion in front of it? Uh-huh. Anyway. So they start 
learning or Aang starts to learn how to control the Avatar state, but in order to do that, he has to open up all his chakras. And once so again, great, yeah, great job to the show for being able to explain um what chakras are to the intended audience of like 10 to 12 year olds, especially 10 to 12 year olds uh from the West. Because th- this is like straight up from Buddhist and Hindi or Hindu mythology and stuff. But uh yeah, the fact that they're able to explain it to a primarily Western audience and to an audience that's mostly children is great. Really good on them. Yeah. So, I mean, they explain chakras as pools of energy within your body that can become blocked by, you know, the turmoils that is in the messiness that is life. So in order to unlock those chakras, you need to essentially let go of those things that are holding you back some in some way. Mm-hmm. But um, oh, I gotta know. <laughs> but it, on the one hand, I get that Aang needs to be the uh, the audience in this case, in terms of what is a chakra, so that we, the audience, can learn. But he doesn't know what chakras are. He lived with a bunch of air nomads who you think would know all this stuff, but or at least I know it in a different was, form. I think that was for the laugh. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. Um. Yeah, I feel like even the guru expected him to know what they are. <laughs> it's like, seriously? I expected him to say, eh, kind of. Mm-hmm. It's like, I'm kind of familiar with it, at the very least. I, specifically, when the the one thing that I thought Aang would press more, press more about would be when the guru introduces himself as, as being a... a a um a spiritual friend of his people and a personal friend of monk gyatsu and i don't yeah. know if they ever I've, bring that up i know i want this uh fan fiction or something i don't know i'd, I'd love to see that relationship because i'm One, sure that must be so sweet how old is he Two. Yeah. does <laughs> does he have a force ghost were they planning to do a force ghost thing? Because right, I, I would love a force ghost. I mean, I get the sense this dude's just as old as Boomy. Well, no, older than Boomy. Good grief. Yeah, because Aang and Boomy were kids together before he got stuck in an iceberg. So Boomy's 112. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Okay. So then this guy, I'm going to go with 140 ish. Yeah. Let's say 142. Yeah, living his best life like a champ. Goals. Yeah, yeah um, the older someone is, the darker their skin ends up being in the <laughs> animation. <laughs> but it might just be that, like, specifically, the guru and Boomy both are tan because they work out outside. Oh, they yeah. just live their best nature life. Sure. <laughs> Let's go with that. So, um, yeah, so they start with, so there's seven chakras, and the first one that Aang has to um, unblock is the earth chakra, which, oh, once again, I should mention that while they're d- explaining what chakras are, they're using the actual, they're showing an actual, like, stream and different pools that are blocked by, like, kelp and, and stuff as a visual it's representation. A- Just really good. Good job. I also love that that after 
that after this the stream becomes unblocked it starts to brighten up like kind kind of like the avatar state i thought mm -hmm. that was yeah neat. really good metaphor yeah. and stuff yeah you can understand it mm -hmm. very easy to understand so, so um, we start also, on the first yeah i want to mention that i love how the for that that for every single chakra the guru's like we can't do this all in the same place let's go over here to do it here i know we got okay we gotta, like, next track. one <laughs> yeah <laughs> to some places like relevant i'm like how many avatars is he trained <laughs> to do this or how many people is he like just trained to open up their chakras <laughs> no this is he like scout just... out these locations for years oh but, yeah absolutely he uh -huh. he did have a vision true so yeah we go to the first chakra which is the earth chakra also known as the root chakra and uh outside of this show that is located at the base of the spine it deals with survival and is blocked by fear so we get uh, a series of like mini clips from previous episodes one where like uh where Aang's reflecting on the stuff that he's afraid of so he's afraid of losing the ones he loves hence a clip of Katara sinking lots of Katara ones in <laughs> these chakra flashbacks that we'll, we'll he really see. likes Katara guys uh, yeah he really likes <laughs> Katara um <laughs> losing control of himself and hurting others as a result um which case we get a clip of like the koi fish stuff um we get a clip of the blue spirit slash zuko to which i write hmm dot 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 which he's just afraid of death he felt like he was yeah. gonna die mm -hmm. he he's he's afraid of dying just like every other human sure and then of course we get like the clip of the fire lord, fire lord. which yeah <laughs> so um he lets all the fears go and success and they move on to the next one oh which i i like the sound or the sound effect when he unlocks one of his chakras it reminds me of yeah. um the sound effect that's made when like a core memory is formed and in inside out like the uh, movie it's kind well, of it that is, similar kind of it's just like a pure resonant tone kind yeah. of kind, kind of like a um meditation bowl tone mm -hmm. it's very distinct yeah, and actually, the um, I like I really like the ambient music throughout these sequences as well, and the atmosphere is really good. It's like mm -hmm. just this low hum that you can kind of hear in the back, and the locations that they go to are all very nice. So, I mean, I guess if they must trek everywhere just to unlock one chakra, at least they're very scenic vistas. So, yeah, I like it how um how I just i i just thought of this how how kind of the audio kind of coincides with the with the actual chakras so like at first it's just like a like a low hum because it's blocked and then it's like a ding because it's going through yeah. the door i like that mm, good stuff so next one we get is the water chakra by like a waterfall so, I guess that makes sense. Get it? Yeah. Um, this one deals with pleasure and is blocked by guilt. So, Aang feels guilty primarily for, you know, running away when he did and also for losing control of himself. And he needs to, quote, forgive himself because these things happen. And, yeah. I gotta say, these, uh, all these chakras, 
it's, I guess, very much like Inside Out, where it's good to show to kids because it shows them how they can deal with like their feelings and stuff, and that like it's okay to feel sad, and like here's how you, it's okay to be afraid, it's okay to feel guilty and stuff, but like you have to let those things go and move on, move forward with your life. I mean. I mean, not 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 to get too into it, but I put a lot of pressure on myself sometimes. So it's nice that this random animated guy is telling me that I should forgive myself, and that the only way to like bring like positivity into the world is to like forgive yourself first. It's nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, this whole thing in order for Aang to master the avatar state is all about self-acceptance and again you don't see him fully in control of the avatar state until the very last episode of the series which I think is great from an art perspective because mm-hmm. uh yeah he's finally fully accepted himself and his role as the avatar and his need to you know even be willing to put some of those earthly things behind him in order to do good by the world that's a great point so yeah water chakra done and then they go to the fire chakra which is located in the stomach which deals with willpower but is blocked by shame and ang is most ashamed for burning katara making him feel like he never wants to firebend again but as mentioned before he needs to accept all aspects of himself including the firebending part because, because he is a firebender. Yep, you're a firebender. Suck it up. <laughs> and then we get the heart chakra. Love <laughs> chakra. Yeah, love blocked by grief. I really like the representation of how he feels about losing his, the visual re- representation about how he feels about losing um, the rest of the air nomads and his family and stuff. Yeah, like, they they're all, all meditating and they are yeah. all pointed at him and it's like it is a kind of hierarchy of of um of um how much he cared about them and then mm-hmm. and like Yato's at like the front of Yeah, this. the pinnacle. Mm-hmm. And it's really interesting because because as because as they get blown away to dust, he is he is pulled back and and, and and he doesn't have the opportunity to run to them. He is he is trapped too. Yeah, and like he as he's being uh, separated from them, it kind of also shows how how alone he feels in that mm-hmm. loss, which I feel is a very accurate accurate represent representation of loss. It's like you, there's points where you feel like you're alone and you have no one to talk to, or like no one can feel. The way that you're feeling about it, especially when you lose basically everybody that you've ever known and love in that case, like, geez. But, um, yeah, I like the guru's note on this one about how, you know, love swirls all around us. It's not left this world. It's still inside your heart and is reborn in the form of new love. Cut to Katara. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, really okay. good. Yeah. And then, oh, my God. And then it ends with, like. My favorite moment in the episode where, like, Aang's crying, but, like, I guess happy crying because he's, like, accepting it and well, you know, that he yeah, knows that he has people he, he loves or that have his back and stuff. 
And he's like, can I have some onion and banana juice, please? I I really like that grief is mm-hmm. the opposite of love. Because, yeah. be, be, because to have grief, it is grief over something you've lost, something you love that you've lost. Mm-hmm. It isn't, yeah. hate isn't the opposite of love, you know? Mm-hmm. And in that moment, it's like that feeling of loneliness and that feeling like you no longer have love. That you yeah. can't love again yeah. because mm-hmm. you'll just end up grieving. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but I, I like the line about, can I have some onion and banana juice, please? Like, oh, so good. Um, I'm blanking on the voice actor's name right now, but great delivery. Really good. Good way to end that little scene. Um, then we get the sound chakra that's located in the throat and deals with truth, but is blocked by the lies we tell ourselves. Love it. Uh, yeah, so, you know, for so long, he's denied his role as the avatar. And what that entails to the point where he straight up ran away and got himself trapped in an iceberg for a hundred yeah. years. But um, you can't lie about your own nature. Yeah. And then we see the opening. Yeah, and then we, we see the opening. They just like <laughs> he's the avatar. <laughs> he's the avatar. <laughs> they just they show that shot of like you know when uh, at the time where Katara is like I believe and can save the world, <laughs> except they show the front of his face. <laughs> da, da, da. <laughs> yeah. Oh god! And when then it like, shoots up to the title. You yeah, know. <laughs> you, you have seen it. Mm-hmm. So then we get the light chakra, which is located in the forehead, that deals with insight and is blocked by illusion. And so, as uh, analogies to this, we talk about how the four nations feel divided in the current but they're all one people and they're all connected similar to how mm -hmm. similar to how four elements are just four parts of the same whole and we cut to Toph who's even um, metal is just purified earth yes which is awesome so we cut to Toph who's been captured by um, the MC yeah (laughs) dumb and dumber yeah Yep. So she's in a metal cage. At one point, they're like, even you can't bend metal. I'm like, oh god, here we go. Is that a challenge? <laughs> yeah, it's like, all right, <laughs> fine. It's like even the greatest yeah. earth bender of the world couldn't get out of there. <laughs> and naturally topping top, she discovers, oh wait, yeah, this is just earth that's been purified. So kicks mass. So she learns some metal bending and punches a hole into it. And um, yeah, so from that point, she gets out of the cage and then traps these two in the cage, in the metal cage that she was in, which seems very uncomfortable. Yeah. But uh, I like how raw metal bending is initially when she first discovers it. Like, it's, yeah, it's very much her ripping things and very, it's not very finessed like regular earth bending is which is cool especially because um when we get to Korra there's a lot more metal bending going on because um spoiler alert at that point Toph has like created a whole police academy yeah or she's created like a whole police force where she's taught them all like metal bending and stuff and it's a lot more refined and subdued it's kind of like they kind of function like Dai Li where I mean instead of hands it's like wires mainly that they're using 
and it's just very concise. It's, it's nowhere near like the stuff that she's doing here where she's like ripping and stuff because she's still new to this and she hasn't perfected the art of it yet. I thought that was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, which Toph discovering metal bending is just badass. Like as if Toph was an OP already. <laughs> so because then she traps him in there and she's like, I'm the greatest earthbender ever. So don't you dunderheads forget it. Like a total cocky badass. And I love it. <laughs> Okay, I love how before, um, I I want to say Master Fu, is the it is the is the tutor, um, mm-hmm. um, but but um, but um, Toph Toph at tells tells him that she has to go to the bathroom. He is like, okay, I will just let you out. Rumble Rumble guys, like, no, you're not gonna do that that's stupid she is just trying to she's just trying to to trick you and it's like later on he sees the hole and is like is this a trick it's like what what (laughs) no it's a hole yeah it's the real deal bitch (laughs) yeah i don't know also um, also when when uh when both of them get trapped in the in the metal coffin like cage um now he has to go to the bathroom yeah <laughs> that sucks you think they ever got out of there uh maybe maybe someone came <laughs> yeah but um yeah and also just the representation of her discovering the metal bending is neat too because it's like that whole uh vibrations thing that they show and her introductory episode the blind bandit and stuff mm-hmm. except this time she can see like tiny little earth particles in there yeah so. plus it plus she figures it out along along with them just along with them just describing the light the the light chakra and i really like that it's the difference between insight and illusion where she doesn't think that metal is earth so she can't earth bend it but then she has the insight that it is it's it is just purified it's just a different form than what she's used to it's nice yeah so then we cut back to ang and the last chakra that he's got to do is the thought chakra which is located the crown of the head that deals with pure cosmic energy and is blocked by earthly attachments. Katara. It is yeah. blocked by Katara. It is blocked by Katara. In other words, it is... <laughs> the Avatar State None of is his a... friendships. None <laughs> yep. of his friendships. The Avatar it's State is a... Yep. The Avatar State is a literal cock block. <laughs> um, none of the friends who needs them, but Katara. Yeah. That, Why oh. would I choose cosmic energy <laughs> over Katara? <laughs> yeah, and um, again, like the environment, they picked a nice starry, uh, starry nighttime sky <laughs> as the locale here, and uh, yeah, so he's like not having it as the twelve-year-old boy that he is. Like, hell no. <laughs> My love for her is the only thing that matters. <laughs> and uh, eventually he's like, oh, freaking fine. Ugh. So <laughs> he starts to meditate and he yeah, and lets he, her go. For he, about tries five- to, 
Yeah, he tries to surrender Katara to the universe, but it doesn't work out. (laughs) But you see, you get this visceral representation what's going on in his head with, like, Katara drifting into this space-time continuum. (laughs) And then he's on, like, this precarious road, which I think reflects just how hard it is to find self-acceptance and ultimately gain full control of oneself and the avatar state in this case and which which it kind of reminded me partially like a uh, like a um aurora uh, borealis and then like porsche mm-hmm. and then um partially kind of like kingdom hearts for some reason <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's the final boss yeah Ugh. yeah so he's walking on this very precarious pathway and then he gets to like a giant version of himself that is the avatar state this orb thing yeah that's representative of the avatar state and how i i guess the fact that it's huge in my opinion is that it's supposed to represent something bigger than himself hence his avatar the duty of an of an avatar to just Mm -hmm. forsake the things and the morals and the values that you care about for the greater good of the world and stuff so um just as he's about to become one with himself he has a vision in the corner of his head or he just his spider senses tingle that yeah. <laughs> or his guitar tingle. yep guitar is in trouble <laughs> let's go yeah. in which case he proceeds to fall off the ledge and lands back on earth from the visual representation because the earthly attachments are blocking him but because he had gotten so close and decided, hell no, I love Katara, um, this particular chakra is uh, has locked him out of the Avatar state completely. So he can't go into the Avatar state at all unless he opens up this thought chakra. In which case, Aang pauses for a moment and says, yeah, screw it. <laughs> Katara! Yeah. Katara. Yeah. <laughs> Which I totally I get made it. you a necklace. Yeah. Which I don't know. I mean, that is a tough decision, though. It's like it's the trolley problem, essentially, or something like that, where it's like choose one or or save one or save all, you know, or, or save many. <laughs> Not only that, but it is but it is love and attachment to her. I don't I don't think that the guru knows what every avatar can do because there have many avatars that have mastered the avatar state but yet have wives and families. I mean, Zuko's related by blood to two different avatars. So or he's related to one. Well, one. Yeah. One different avatar who was friends with another whatever Mm -hmm. not friends but emotional friends but it but it's really i think that it's that it's more so not not letting your uh, your earthly attachments cloud your like spiritual attachments where where you can still love katara but you can't put her above everything else. And that is where he failed. He doesn't have to stop being friends with people. He he doesn't have to stop loving her. But but it's definitely the it's definitely the, the trolley problem where it's are you going to let the entire world die? Or 
or Katara. Yeah. It's tough. Yeah. So. And he's 12. Cosmic energy. Yeah. Katara. He's 12. Cosmic right? energy. <laughs> Katara. Uh, Katara. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. So he is on his way back. He stops to pick up Sokka first. And... Which is at the perfect moment because because at this moment Sokka is talking to his super hot dad about how he about how he just wants his dad to be proud of him and and that he wants to be a good warrior and his dad so he doesn't have to prove anything he it he is already proud of him and that he left Sokka there to protect the tribe because he trusted him which is like Sokka's biggest worry that is his biggest yeah. thing where he thought his dad left him there because he wasn't good enough because he wasn't strong enough but it's the opposite which like i'm sure some of it was definitely just just him being a kid but if he didn't trust him then he would have left someone else there too you know yeah <laughs> but so sweet but Goodbye, hot dad. We'll see you next season. Bye, hot dad. Uh, yeah. You're the so, hottest. Mm-hmm. So they fly off. And that's kind of the end of the episode. So we transition into... No, it's not. What? Oh, so... what a mess. Yeah, so... Um... So, uh... uh... Actually... Yeah. That is... That is the that is the end of the episode. Yay. Yeah. It really starts off really, really quick, picking up right where it left off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we start into chapter 20, the crossroads of destiny. Again, um, this part in particular. Oh, actually, I mean the guru no, part. Uh, there the, is what? there is one more thing I forgot. Okay. Oh. Iroh has been invited to serve tea. To the Earth oh, King. Right. Yep. Yeah. And, it, and Zuko's and, and, happy for him. He looks happy for him. And I'm like, oh, Zuko's gosh, so happy. Girl. And it's all going according to Azula's plan. Mwahaha. Yep. Um, oh, um, that scene is that scene is it it also comes right after Azula gets like fake, fake scared, kidnapped, brought to um brought it to Longfang so it has like a like a bigger oomph at the end yep and now we start the crossroads of destiny I'm sorry for interrupting <laughs> that's okay so um yeah There's but uh, I was just gonna say the guru I really like this episode I like how introspective it is I don't think I fully appreciated this one when I was younger because I was probably like where's the action there's not that much action here, so why should I care about people sitting around and meditating and all that jazz? So yeah, I I was a stupid yeah. kid. So when I was a kid, I I really liked the soccer moments because it was just really nice. Um, mm-hmm. And then I re- I really liked the the um, toff moments because that because that was great. Yeah, that's just badass on yeah. many levels. Now, I really like the Azula moments. Yeah, <laughs> it's great. Uh, everything azula does is just so masterful and it's so oh my gosh. well planned and she's 14 
guys. Yeah, she's she's fourteen. It's ridiculous. I, I have to remind like, myself that all the time. Like, you know, Tylee so loves how confident she is. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my gosh, these kids. So, yeah. So we get into chapter twenty, the crossroads of destiny. And I'm not even going to give a plot synopsis here because you guys already know what it is at this point. If, <laughs> yeah, it would just be spoilers. Screw so, it. this so, is the uh, red wedding of Avatar. Let's leave it at that. Oh, okay. Yeah, before the red so, wedding, there was this. Um, we start off, there is a horse ostrich getting water from a pool. I think sure. it's a horse ostrich. I don't know. Yeah. It's weird. Know. <laughs> Yep, it's one of the many weird animals in the Avatar world. So yeah, um, Sokka and Sokka and Aang are flying back to Bossingse because Katara's in trouble. Sokka wants the Avatar power to be a bit more specific, and I agree. <laughs> yeah, I agree with that as well. <laughs> it's like, can like whoever's born next just get like a manual with rules as to how it works and how you tap into it and stuff like. <laughs> right because i'm like i'm thinking about how like roku was able to control the avatar state i'm like what was his journey to controlling it like he found a dragon did he find the same guru or like what did he do did he just he went to the dragons the 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 dragons told him about life the one of them left with him um and yeah or or fan theory it's it's always been that guru. That guru has taught every avatar. He is actually a Avatar One. Oh, oh my gosh! Head cannons or theories? Yeah. Um, which which wouldn't make sense because like Avatar One was the first Avatar, so he started the Avatar thing. But um, I am just gonna say that he's definitely Avatar One. <laughs> I like it. Let's go with it. I like one. <laughs> yeah, one is number one. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> uh I can't wait till we get to that episode. Like, oh, that it's gonna be a while. The the bright spot in book two specifically of Korra, because oh my god. Yeah, it is the um, only episodes that I've seen. Yep, that's of the only Korra. episode she's seen of Korra. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I can't wait because it's very polarizing, the the show in general. But yes. Uh, yeah, so we might not have the same opinions on things, which I'm like. <laughs> oh yeah, this is this could be great. Mm-hmm. Okay, so as so. Um, oh wait, so yeah, they uh, Sokka and Aang are flying. They run into Toph, who was on her way back to Bossing Say as well. And, Toph. Yeah, because they're, they're like need a ride, and she can't see them because they're flying, so she can't feel them on the ground or anything. <laughs> she, yeah, she, she just hears total wipe out. out. Yeah, which I think this wipeout was needed because at this point, I think everyone she's was thinking, powerful. yeah, she's. <laughs> She's OP. This is ridiculous. She can bend metal now. <laughs> so she can bend metal. She is friends with Iroh. She's a human lie detector. I mean, God. Yeah. Which doesn't really come okay. up that often. It comes up from time. Uh, I mean, yeah, it came up the most in um, Lake Lao Guy, but I, it comes back as a joke in the Day of Black Sun episode when they confront Azula and. Uh, they wanted to like tell the truth about where the Fire Lord is, and she, she's like, "Yeah, and be honest, because I can tell when you're lying." She's like, "Are you sure?" She's like, uh, "I'm a 
four foot tall purple platypus with pink horns and silver silver wings. Okay, you're good. I admit it. <laughs> like she can't tell that she's lying when she says that. No, because, because she's, <laughs> she's a, a fucking sociopath. <laughs> and she is the best. Yeah. Which which brings us to Azula. So um <laughs> so Azula found a really cute outfit that is yes, that is did. super reminiscent <sighs> I of know. her like war gear, which which oh um, which of course she did. So um yep. she is a very per- she's a very particular person. She she found that outfit and now she is she is giving a a war speech to the Daili saying that the earth the the earth king and the and the council do not trust the Daili um they must have a coup um swiftly and very and, and very decisively um and if azula senses disloyalty looks like guy whiskar on his face she will snuff it out which yep. is great um and uh, Tylee and May are really impressed. Well, okay, May is is as like impressed as she can be, but Tylee is very impressed with this amazing speech, which I am very impressed too. Mm-hmm. Um, so great. So so last episode, which was so which was so long ago, Iroh. Iroh was what what was invited to serve tea to the earth king and this is a total legitimate request this is not a, it's oh, not totally. a trap at all nothing shady about it at all yeah so you so, know they're, they're hanging out in like the waiting room area of the palace i guess yeah they've been waiting for they, an awful long time but as they walk up it is so nice because because Iroh says that he imagined coming to the palace as at, as a conqueror, not as a guest. And, and he talks about how destiny is destiny is funny. And I think that's that's a thing that it that kind of always follows him and Zuko, how they're being put into situations that are totally opposite of of what they like expect for themselves and that's actually the good path versus what they were supposed to do which was the evil bad path um uh, right. so so they are waiting in front of one of the thrones i guess there's multiple thrones this is a different throne sure. room it's waiting room number seven yeah go with, with that yeah with, with his like spring throne that's a spring mm-hmm. throne sure so they've been waiting around for an awfully long time yes five minutes is a very long time <laughs> yes. no I, I i don't know how long they've been waiting but they've been waiting a long time so they were like okay well you know maybe he's just running late or something and then like he just the, in. yeah and then the Dai Li comes in all of them <laughs> all of them in a straight line and i'm like okay yeah well you know that's not creepy it's surrounding them yeah, so something's probably off here. <laughs> and uh yeah, wouldn't you know it? Here comes Azula. It's like, oh gosh, like I thought we got rid of you. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, she's like, check Dai- out my new friends. They're really cool. The Daily have a have a killer instinct, just like a firebender. Yeah. <laughs> so 
they're thinking, okay, I think it's time to blow this popsicle stand. And uh, Iroh wants to know if Azula wants to hear a story about how he became the Dragon of the West, to which and <laughs> Azula mentions he's not interested, which is the wrong answer. Anytime Iroh is yeah. about to tell you a story, I'm listening with all ears, man. Yeah, she doesn't want to hear a lengthy anecdote. Oh, so then Iroh out. will give her a demonstration. Which yes dragon of the freaking west i wrote in all caps fire at everyone oh my god yes zuko and him run off um and then they break out of they break out of the wall using lightning iroh jumps down and is like zuko come on Zuko's like, I gotta fight Azula. I gotta, I, like, I gotta reclaim oh, my honor. I gotta no. make the bad choice. <laughs> so then, Iroh's face palm is our face palm. <laughs> <laughs> I love how we both said face palm at palm, the same time. Right? Oh my god, I love it. <laughs> so he goes back and challenges her to an Agni Kai, to which she just replies, No thanks. <laughs> love it. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> And then uh, the Dai get him in like three moves. And I'm just like, oh, baby. <laughs> well, there's just so many of them. I uh, know. They, they had the element of surprise before, and now they don't. Yeah. <sighs> so he gets captured. And yeah, it's great. Yeah. So then we cut to. What do we cut to next? Is it Crystal Catacombs uh, time? I feel like that's too soon. I think I had a gap in my notes. Uh, so, um, so um what happens next is that is that Aang Aang Sakatov are going are going to the palace to try to find Katara. She isn't there. Okay. They were talking they've they were like talking to the Earth King. The Earth King says, Oh well, like I I, I like left her with my like council count council people she is fine um also like bosco just like was he, bosco just like innately senses danger so if like katara was in trouble mm-hmm. bosco would know um which lie everything about bosco yeah. is a lie um so so then like they think mm, okay maybe like we should go back to the house maybe she's just hanging out with the with the um with the um Kyoshi warriors. Um no, they're not. Uh no one is there. They're starting to get really worried. And and then they realize, oh no, Katara's really in danger. So it so it turns out Zuko got thrown into into the pretty crystal cave of love. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> In the crystal catacombs. Yeah. Do um I wrote, let the Zutara versus Katang Wars officially begin. Seriously? Like, I don't know about you, but there was like that one forum site about Avatar. It was like Avatar Spirit or something like that that was running at this time. And I just remember they're age appropriate. The, yeah, immediately after it. this. Me too. I kind of ship it too. <laughs> but like seriously, the feuds that started after this episode were insane. Like it, it was a madhouse on this site. This was like the Reddit, uh, 
equivalent. This was the equivalent of a subreddit for, for those of you who don't know. I don't know if it still exists. No, um, I mean, I'm sure there was a war there too, but this was uh, just a specific forum site called like avatarspirit.net or something like that. Oh. But <laughs> it was crazy because this is the this is what a lot of Zutara fans refer to when they talk about, you know, I feel like Zutara is better than Katang. Like, this is it. <laughs> okay, so um, it is yeah. the reason why people like Zutara is because they really like Zuko and and they really like Katara slash like Katara's mm -hmm. the girl that isn't his sister so yeah. so might as well <laughs> pair, pair her with him yeah. kind of like how um how I'm Hermione from Harry from Harry Potter gets paired with everyone because people like Hermione people and people like the character that, that they're getting paired with and she's the only girl other than Ginny who people don't really like because yeah, she was written without a personality. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> because JK Rowling can't really write female writers, but it's fine. Okay. So um, um yeah. different podcasts. Uh yep. so um so I'm um, oh no, Zuko Zuko gets get get gets thrown into the pretty crystal catacomb cave of cave of love. But who else is there? Who is it? Yeah, it's Katara. Yeah, so, what? So like yay. Katara unleashes <laughs> all of her. She just goes him. for it. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just sitting there and taking it initially. Yeah. <laughs> and uh Katara thinks that it is literally a trap. That Azula is just having him there to like try to lure her to 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 like say something about Aang or 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 um or um for him to be there to like kill Aang once he like tries to save her. Um and and like she just hates his guts and she hates mm -hmm. everything about him because he just spreads fire and war and betrayal and he's just so evil and and like the war made like impacted Katara personally and I love how she says that it actually impacted her personally because like the war yeah. impacts everyone but I like that she yeah. made that specific distinction mm -hmm. because it <laughs> took away her mom just because like it took away Zuko, what? her mom oh yeah took her mom yeah in which case they start to relate over dead parents hey dead yeah. mom. guys it's this is why we like Zutara. It's a freaking Disney re uh, <laughs> Disney relationship. They're relating over dead parents. Come on. Okay, Katara okay, has a type. She likes people that have dead parents. I'm sorry. Yeah. And she clearly likes the bad boys because, I mean, dead over here. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> she stopped liking, liking Haru after he got his dad back. Okay, but I'm, I'm going to be... Just to be fair, I'll play devil, also, devil's advocate for a second. Huh? No, the beard is bad. Sorry. You the can't... beard is... What? Haru! Haru's oh, yeah. oh, facial God. hair oh, is the it's worst. It's so awful. It's so awful. I, man, when yeah. we get to that... Because oh. you can tell even Guitar is disappointed <laughs> when she meets him again. Um, yeah, but to play devil's advocate um, for the Katang fans out there, which I do like Katang. Um... I think the issues with Zutara is that, like, 
I mean, they clearly dislike each other a lot. And, like, if they got together now, this relationship would not be very healthy, <laughs> probably. <laughs> like, so in the state hard. that both of them are in, honestly. Like, I don't know how healthy this relationship would be. Um, Zutara doesn't work here because there's not mutual respect. And, and they don't have a lot in common and they don't have common ground to grow as people together um and and i think that it can be written very well i mean fan fiction is made for a reason there are there Mm -hmm. are definitely pieces that can really start a really good relationship and you really see them like spring sprinkled about the whole thing with the like pirates thing when he's like i'll save you from the pirates and Barbara was like, "Oh yes, save me." <laughs> yes. But anyway, um, um, there are pieces there that that you can use to, to to craft, or like like a real stable re- relationship. But but the way that the way that things end up in book three, um, there's no possibility of them really having common ground because there's not that respect until later and i think mm. that and, and and i think that ang that 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 ang and katara have a very healthy relationship um be be because they do have mutual respect and there's that give and take where they trust each other but they want to like kind of one up each other they want to be able to grow as people um but i think the most healthy relationship out of every single avatar relationship is sokka and suki they they have the healthiest relationship they talk things through they 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 might fight but they talk it out they always respect each other and it's just really, really sweet because you really see how, how they love each other. And, like, Sokka wasn't afraid to, like, talk about Yue, you know? And I think that 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 that's what makes it, like, one of the strongest relationships, even though Katara and Aang is, is kind of, like, the central one. But Aang is a child, and he idolizes Katara like a prize because he's a child i don't think he thinks he's a that she's a prize but well i mean well well, he doesn't objectify her but but he does make her perfect in his in his mind she has no flaws and i think later on once they like grow together grow up um um that is that is gone and he sees her more as a person but 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 you kind of saw that with 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 like all of the visions of her he always aspires to be her as in like she is his vision of good and i think that that while while is great i like i think that even though he is the avatar i think that he puts her on a higher pedestal than even she puts him on and I think that that's why I think Sokka and Suki have have the most like healthy, even relationship. 
Yeah, I agree with that. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, so they're in there together. She Zitara. Yeah, Zitara. <laughs> <laughs> um, she's still yelling at him. He's still taking it until she mentions, yeah, but I've, I'm not too surprised because you're the Fire Lord's son. So, of course, all this war and hatred and violence is part of in your, your blood. nature and stuff. So what she responds, yeah, you don't know what you're talking about. And I find it interesting that that's what gets him <laughs> at this point. Like, yeah. I feel like he's still very much in denial. Uh, or, I mean, or he's, yeah, he's still in denial about his dad. And he still doesn't really know who he is at this point either. But I think since he's in that questioning stage, he's part of him's questioning. Yeah, you know what? Maybe my, based off of my experiences that I've had around the Earth Kingdom lately, you know, yeah, maybe my nation is actually really horrible right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which, so. which Zuko always saw himself as being the Fire Lord, and he always saw being be, being being the, the the Fire Lord as like a great honor. It is the greatest thing to like serve your serve your country, and he wants to make his country happy and healthy. And it's weird seeing it from the other side. I mean not to not to bring up <laughs> terrible things but like people that were in Hitler youth didn't think of it as being terribly culty scary you you know they they saw it as a pretty intense summer camp mm-hmm. you yeah yeah you yeah you don't know that like you are you are in deep until until you get out of it it is it 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 it, it is just like a abusive relationship it is just like a cult where everywhere like everyone around you is saying one thing all of the books say that thing everyone believes that and and like you are thriving i mean like the Fire Nation's doing great, but everyone else is not doing great because of it. You you know? And, like, Zuko thinks of it as trying to spread the wealth, you know, spread it to everyone else, not conquering them and taking what they have to make them better type of thing. Yeah. So... Yeah, in which case, when she mentions, yeah, the Fire Nation... Uh, kill my mother. Yeah, Zuko's like, yeah, I'm sorry. Maybe that's something we have in common. In which case, everyone all caps. Utara forever. Utara forever. <laughs> there are so many seeds to have a really interesting relationship. I think that, yeah. okay, so, the, so there are two ways that this story could have went. Either either in this episode, Zuko went with the gang if that happened zutara forever zutara would have would would have happened ang would have grown to be like you know what childhood crush katara you are you are my best friend type of thing or Mm -hmm. or what happened which is zuko just makes the worst decisions ever and everything's bad um so before we get into that 
um, um, the gang are in the, the the gang are in their house in the upper ring. They are they're really worried because like they can't find they can't find Katara. Something's wrong. What are they gonna do? And then Toph notices there's someone at the door. Someone she knows. Who is it? It's Iroh. Iroh's at yeah. the door. Iroh <laughs> All the reactions knew. are priceless. Ah, oh. <laughs> like um, just all their faces look great. Toph's like genuinely happy to see him. Uh, Ang looks like he's gonna karate chop him. I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. And Sokka, Sokka's I don't know. confused. <laughs> yeah. Sokka's confused. Uh huh. I I love this specifically because Iroh knew where they were the entire time. And did not tell Zuko, because that would have been the worst idea. Oh, Iroh always knows everything. He just mm. chooses not to poke the bear. Zuko yeah. being the bear. Oh, pretty much. <laughs> yep. So it turns out um, 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 that uh, that um, that Iroh is Toph's old friend who is who is really nice and gave her really good tea. And and like I love it yeah. because because it there are things that happen this episode that make the gang trust Iroh even though they don't trust Zuko. And and mm-hmm. that's really important for the future. So hey. Yeah. And so, it's really um, sweet because then we cut to like Aang and um, Iroh talking together as they make their way down into the catacombs. I love it. And yeah, it's tea time with Iroh minus the tea. But yeah. he's always the advice part. So that's pretty good too. So um, yeah, he's asking if he's, he's wondering if he made the right call by choosing to uh, save Katara over learning how to control the Avatar state. And Aro thinks that it was very noble of him to go and save the people he cares about. Uh, I I really liked this quote. How um well like um two of them. First um first um for 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 good advice and great tea. The key is proper aging. Um, but also mm-hmm. um, uh, perfection and power is overrated. Ang yeah. should choose happiness and love. And I think that that's what he ends up doing overall. Even in the end when he like fights when 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 he fights the fire lord. He gives him what he thinks is mercy. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so um so um before they actually burst through um all this all this time, Azula has really quickly turned the Dai Li towards towards her and not Long Fang. And it's yeah, like one of one of them goes to see um, Long Fang. It's like yeah, so how's it going? Oh, it's great. We are all set to overthrow the Earth King and stuff as we speak. Yeah, great. So how's Fire Nation Princess doing? Oh, she's great. More than great. She's actually really inspiring, yet intimidating. 
Yeah, she's like, oh. she's terrifying yeah. and and inspirational. Yeah, <laughs> she made me shit my pants, but she's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> In which case, Long Long Fang's like, oh shit. So um, yeah. Long Fang starts to think that he has been that he's been played. Before yeah. So cut to oh oh can uh, I just sorry. Finish oh yes. Wrap up Long Fang stuff. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> poor Long Fang. Yeah. So Long Fang. Oh, and in between that, at some point, I think Toph and Sokka get uh, get captured by the fake Kyoshi warriors, or whatever, because yes. the Earth King is at stake. Yeah, which who needs him anyway? He was basically a figurehead, so like, who cares? <sighs> but um, yeah, so he, so they're they're captured. And then meanwhile, Long Fang comes in. <laughs> He's like. Yeah, so now the part of the story where I double cross you. So Zaili, arrest <laughs> yeah, arrest Azula. <laughs> and they're all they don't do anything, they just stand there. I'm like, why aren't they listening to me? <laughs> and she gives like the greatest speech ever. She's just like, Yeah, they're wondering who's really gonna be in power and who's going to be bowing down. But yeah, true power, the divine right to rule is something you're born with. And then she proceeds to sit on the throne, <laughs> total, like a total flex. Yeah, and, and just waits for him <laughs> waits, to kiss her. Uh-huh. Yep. It's like, so which of this is it going to be as she's sitting on the throne? <laughs> and then she, he's like, he bows down. He's like, you've beaten me at my own game. To which she replies, no. don't flatter yourself. You were never even a player. I'm like, damn. <laughs> she's 14, <sighs> y'all. <laughs> It's lovely. Oh my god. Yeah. It's so good. So yeah, so while so while Aang and Aang so so while Aang and Iroh are trying to break into the into the um the, the um crystal catacombs, Toph Toph and Sokka are walking up to the palace and they see that well, okay, Sokka. Well, yeah, I already sees, mentioned they were they were captured because they they were trying to warn the Earth King. But then they realize it's just Kyoshi warriors. And then uh, Tai Lee mentions that she doesn't know who Suki is, to which Toph is like, oh, well, if she didn't know who Suki is, then they're probably not the real Kyoshi warriors. So let's get them. And they try to take them down. Plus, she she starts like flirting with Sokka. And Sokka's like, (laughs) oh, like I kind of have a thing with Suki. Who? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, and then she's trying to like she block them. And she's like, yeah, it's like we're dancing together. <laughs> Love like it. Nodding all of it. Um, yeah, so they're doing a good job, but then you know, Azula um blackmails them with the Earth King in danger. So they surrender and then they get captured. Yep. So um, And the Earth King also gets get gets gets captured yeah. with them, which is very important because because mm. he won't leave without without Bosco. Bear. And yeah. And, and, and 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 while all of this is happening, the the Daily are also capturing every single council of five member using mm-hmm. like chain grabby grabby chains. They're cool. Yeah, yeah. So, so we have while- to capture all the council members, and then we go back to Zutara's. Yeah, Zutara. Yeah, land. Zutara. So- yeah, go back to Zutara. Great. Yeah. So they bonded over dead parents, and um, Katara apologizes for all the stuff she was doing earlier. 
She's yeah. just like, it's just that when I imagine the face of the enemy, there is your face. Zuko touches his <laughs> scar. It's so angsty. I love it. <laughs> My God. She's like, oh, wait, no, that's not what I meant. She's like, yeah, it's cool. Um, what he's, he's like, I always thought the scar used to mark me, like the mark of a banished prince, cursed to chase the avatar forever. Um, but lately, I'm realizing that I'm free to make my own decisions. <laughs> Which you know, who to love looks at yeah, her. Yeah, who <laughs> that that doesn't happen. Yeah, which this is but again, this is a big deal for Zuko in terms of he's opening up about how he feels, which he does not, does not often. talk about his emotions. No, ever. he does not. He, he hides this shit, and he's he sharing it with Katara. That's yeah, who he is the enemy. Yeah, thus strengthening the Zutara argument. Yeah, so, um, um, so um, Katara brings up that she has spirit oasis water that could yeah. heal his scar. Because the be, heal his scar. Yeah. And then she touches his face. And then who bursts through the ground? And it's, yep, the Katang it, hot block. <laughs> yep. and, and like the second that Aang sees Zuko. He's so pissed. And he it is specifically pissed. because Katara's touching him. Yeah. I, yeah. It's like, what the hell? <laughs> Which, um, couple things on this. Mr. Steel. No, I'm sure that. But uh one, I, I nice Katara could have used this on jet when he was straight up dying, but <laughs> nah. <laughs> Zutara um, forever. Let's no, move on Zuko. Their relationship um, was done already. It doesn't. I know matter. that's that's true, but she was clearly upset that he was gonna die. So either she forgot or she was like, I mean, "Well, I didn't really I like him that much." Like, okay, I don't think it's like a hundred percent magic water. It will just make you live. I think it's this will heal stuff, but I only have a little bit. So sure. Um. Yeah, although, and then number two, I feel like this is kind of a red flag as to the decision that Zuko's about to make. Um, because he, I mean, while he says he used to think that that scar mar marks him, the sheer fact that he is actually allowing Katara to use her precious spirit water on his scar speaks volumes to me because I think deep down he still feels like it, that's a mark of disgrace when in reality he was doing a, a good deed, which ultimately was what gets him banished. So yeah. by getting the scar removed, it's like saying that, yeah, my dad was right rather than if he rejected it, which would have symbolized actually, no, this is a part of my past, but like I'm moving on. And this also reflects the good nature that I have deep down and stuff yeah which is why when he thinks of himself during during his like magical magical realism fever dream he doesn't have a scar because he can't yeah. absorb that into his being it isn't mm -hmm. a part of him it is something other and he still wants to get rid of it even though it's made him what he is yeah which is a good person because the reason why he got that scar was because he didn't want to to just 
let let a whole group of new Fire Nation soldiers to be destroyed to like one up the enemy. Mm-hmm. He got he got that scar because of his human decency and because of just his love of his people. Yeah. Yup, it's sad. So yeah, right after we get the Katang cock block, we get um Oh Zugu yeah, they're they're top. making angry eyes at each other. Ang and Zugar making angry eyes at each other. And then yeah. uh Ked, Ked, Katara's a really hot, hot commodity. Hot commodity. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. Um yeah. So then Iroh holds Zuko back from <laughs> just laying into Aang and uh. vice versa on Katara's end. So Katara and Aang head off to go find the rest of the gang. And I was like, hey, Zuko, it's time for a chat. Yeah. <laughs> so we've reached the insert title plug here, the Cross crossroads of your destiny. <laughs> they said and it. They said yeah. the thing. Yep. You know, you're freer than you've ever been. You've been on a crazy long journey. It's been a crazy series of ups and downs this season. Now it's time to make a choice to go full on good. <laughs> In which case, Q Azula and her crazy manipulation skills, which I would like to break down this scene and just how fucked up and how good she is at manipulating people because uh, she gets Zuko really good here. I'm like, now, oh no. Now we are, we are t- told again and again and again that Azula's really good at just manipulating people. She knows exactly what to say to to get someone to do what she wants and and i don't i don't even know why she she wants zuko there is there some part of her that that like loves zuko as a you know i feel like because she has part of it's yeah but i get the sense that because she's also technically speaking suffered under their horrible dad while she knows that she's the favorite in this moment i think she wants to make sure that she's the favorite by having someone relatively worse next to her because you think about her actions in the start of book three where she lies to ozai about uh by saying that zuko was the one who killed the avatar not her because she doesn't know for sure that he's dead so by putting that on Zuko, if they find out that Aang is alive, then shoot, all that blame goes to Zuko, not her. You know? Yeah. But um, that, yeah, that is just always good to have backup. And yeah, but I, I think it, I genuinely think it's because in a way she's also insecure of regarding her, her dad. It's like, well, oh, just absolutely. to make sure I'm still number one, let's have someone who in his eyes sucks a lot more than i do <laughs> next door just just in case and so we can yeah so he can use him for all of her dirty deeds while not getting any blood on her hands so yeah plus yeah plus i think that that there's a part of azula that loves her brother i agree with that she's too, still messed up kind of way yeah she's yeah. really messed up yeah <laughs> she she wants him there she hates Iroh. Does does not like Iroh because like Iroh goes against everything that Ozai wanted. And it is kind mm-hmm. of like Zuko's Iroh 
Ozai's Azula because like Ozai and Azula are both the second born where where she 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 loves Zuko but but like traditionally just just like Ozai she always wanted to be fire lord she always wanted to be bigger better than Zuko and like when you are bigger and better you don't want someone to just get it by just like birthright but they're still your brother even though you you want that and you still have all of those childhood memories but she's being really messed up by her dad and it's this like mix of love and hate and just pro- and and just terrible jealousy too because she never felt like anyone loved her but like Iroh loves him her mom Ursa loved him Ozai loves no one and she doesn't get any any love you know it's yeah. just it's it's really complicated and awesome it's really mm-hmm. great Yep, good stuff. So, yeah, breaking down this scene, just all the things she says to him are just purely manipulative. Like, well, okay, one, so um, they, the Dai Li in case Iroh and like the crystal stuff, whatever, so he's stuck at the moment. Gemini? Um, yeah, but Zuko is literally caught between Iroh and Azula right now. So Azula shows up, and right off the bat, she's calling him by his full title. Not using the teasing name like Zeus or anything, using his actual name with Prince in front of it. Like, yeah. So she's serious. So I mean, she's giving the air that she's serious and then she actually does Not give a shit. That, but she is reminding him who, who he is. Yeah. He's Fire Prince Zuko. Mm-hmm. And I mean, she reads them like a book. Like, he wants redemption. So he's like, yeah, it's not, she's like, it's not too late. You can still redeem yourself, but the it's not too late part also implies that there's a time limit to make this choice, which equals more pressure for Zuko to make a hasty decision because he doesn't yeah. really think things through. Um, Ever. Yeah. I need you, Zuko. And which, and she yells at Iroh, like, let him decide. Don't force your quote self-righteousness on him or whatever. Which makes Iroh look like the bad guy. Mm-hmm. Which teenagers like choice. So, yep, makes Ira look bad. Um, and that's also part of why I think him, Zuko being like super happy <laughs> this past episode and a half was like partially forced on his part because I think he was trying to please Ira to some degree, but maybe doesn't want to be fully like that, especially because he's unsure yeah. of what he wants to be at the moment. I mean, I mean, he. He loves Iroh, but Iroh has really been 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 like pressuring him this entire time. Like, hey, like I'm giving you all of these chances to be good, and I'm and I'm not, and I'm also not giving you chances to be good because I know that like you will do the bad thing. I know you will try to fight the Avatar, so I'm not going to tell you that they're in town, and and it takes away some of some of Zuko's agency even though it is to do the right thing and to not be an asshole oh yeah. Zuko oh my god oh <sighs> so then we get Azula's um, wonderful yeah I need you yeah the only way we win is together shit 
Um, you will have your honor and your father's love. Ugh, buzzwords for Zuko. Like, it's so bad. I'm like, why? Plus, um, I love how, like, by the end of the shot before um, Azula leaves or whatever, or before the end of her speech, how it's framed. You can see Iroh in the far back. Zuko's in the middle. And then Azula, you can see her body, like, super up close to the camera. So it, I feel like that kind of implies or represents which argument is seeming like the better, louder choice to Zuko. I mean, yeah. this is a really good offer for conflicted Zuko here. This is everything he ever wanted, to which Azula says so, even. And, like, to Zuko, it's speaking a lot louder than I mean um, Iroh's vague stuff about, you know, just choosing the right nice path or whatever just be just be good do good things mm -hmm. and and also this is everything zuko has ever wanted and this is what he has been dreaming of for years when he was all yeah. alone being part of his family again being being part of the fire nation again and it it makes sense that he that he goes along with it even though i hate it it I know. I it know. makes sense because he right now he doesn't know that that's not what he wants yeah on that moment on the beach when he when he has that like fit and it's just talking about how like he pretty much got everything he he wanted but he's still upset and he's still angry Mm -hmm. that is what he needed he 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 needed to go through because yeah because right now he thinks that he's upset and angry because he doesn't have what he thinks he wants but that's not true and but mm -hmm. he has experienced that yeah. which breaks my heart <laughs> i know oh my god and then uh yeah so right when it's time to make the decision we get like three awesome cuts or whatever we get like a profile shot of his scarless side and then we get like a profile shot of um his scarred side of his face and then we get a pro and then we just get like a shot with him like in the center of the screen like what should he choose good or evil or i mean should he regress and you know just be continue to be held back by the past represented by a scar or should he move forward and choose good and move forward move forward do it please move forward like he's gonna move forward because you know at this point that's what it's been that's what this whole season's been building up to right like you know if you move forward you get katara yeah okay please and he's like the yeah. katara cosmic energy katara oh, uh so rage yeah. vengeance daddy love katara which would you mm -hmm. want katara come on katara so we don't get to see his decision right away and we cut to Katara and Aang who are running back to go find the gang but here comes Azula and the Dai Li you know yippee so they start attacking get a cool action scene in the middle of the crystal catacombs and um Azula's losing own. yeah Azula's kind of losing which is great yeah they're two around. against one mm -hmm. and here comes Zuko and he's just aiming you don't know what he's aiming at yet and you're just like okay what was he choosing and they cut they cut to ang 
they cut to Azula and they're both wondering what his decision was. <laughs> and we're wondering what his decision was. We're, we're thinking, oh, well, it's going to be Aang, right? <laughs> Team Aang. <laughs> and then <laughs> he proceeds to shoot fire at Aang and this is when everyone explodes and destroys yeah. their TVs a thousand times this, over. This is this is the pivot moment where oh if where if if Zuko chose to side with with Aang to side with good, Azula would have been defeated. The Earth the Earth Kingdom could could have really successfully done the done the black sun Im- invasion mm-hmm. and the war and it was so crazy how much could have been done changed. so much sooner yeah because i remember watching a video at one point about yeah what if zuko had joined the gang after um after book two or in this moment yeah yeah so much could have went down um that spirit water might still be in play um because chances are they would have beaten azula and you know all this stuff um yeah day of black sun might have been possible to some degree i i don't know yeah. how successful it would be because azula still knows about it at the end of the day but um well, yes, Zuko but knows think, that azula knows about it that's one thing so they could probably but i think here they could have captured azula right there three against one katara's a master now later on when they're when when they're fighting against each, each other, which which I really love this because it's great foreshadowing, Azula's starting to lose to Katara. Katara's too quick and too creative. Azula mm-hmm. isn't creative enough to fight a master waterbender. Yeah, and it because she's just so technically perfect. I like I don't think that she has the creativity to fight against Katara because like Katara just makes stuff up every single second because because that's how she learned water bending just making stuff up. Mhm. And yeah. And I really think that if Oh, you know, and they would have they would have had Iroh. They would have had Iroh on their side too, the Dragon of the freaking West. So, yeah. They would kick ass. If 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 they had Zuko, Aang, Aang, Katara uh, against against Azula, Azula would have been defeated, or or at least held off un- until Iroh could like put her in her place, and then like the Dai Li would have just conceded and just followed Long, and like would have just followed Long 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 Fang. Oh no, because. Mm-hmm. Against like four master benders, what are you gonna do? Yeah. So like, I can't stress enough how crazy of a twist this was to so many fans. I hated it, man. Everybody did. Everyone it makes so sense. Pissed. It makes total sense. I know it some people sense. disagree with this twist, but I think it's great. Like on the one hand. Yeah, I mean, people going through shit like this don't just magically go up a straightforward linear path to growth. Like, it's rocky, and chances are you're going to regress. Like, um, that's what happens here, and I feel like that makes sense for this character, you know? And, like, that is just so damn good. Like, 
especially because I think the payoff that comes in book three when he finally does make up his mind in terms of who he is and joins the group feels so good. It feels earned. And it feels so earned. And like, while it would have felt earned here too, because they did build it up, which is part of why yeah. this twist is so heartbreaking. Um, I think it's even better in book three, honestly. Yeah. Um, but it, but it was, but it was a twist that, that made sense. I think yeah. looking back, you could but, totally see it going either way. And that's why it's good. Be because mm -hmm. it is like a hair, it is a hair decision for him. Yeah. He really and doesn't like, know. Totally. And for like the intended audience of this show, chances are 12 year olds ain't never seen a twist like this. That was no. this insane. Seriously. I lost my shit. You know, yeah. When someone starts acting good, they are good now. Mm -hmm. And you're expecting when, them to, you know, go all in by the time they start making the change. It's like, nope, just intentionally regressed. It's like, oh my gosh. <laughs> like, it was what great. happened? This is such a great twist. Seriously, before the Red Wedding, there was this. This was one of the best <laughs> TV twists ever. Agreed. Like, it's so good. Like, it, it's really well done. And what's even better is that it's one of those twists where they actually have an end where the, the writers know what they're doing. So you can put faith in the writers that there's more good that stuff to come following it. Yeah. It's so good. Seriously. What a great moment in TV history for real. Yeah. And like, I remember watching this with, um, with Juliana and mm -hmm. uh, yeah, she'd never seen avatar. Oh until no. College. So we got to this. She must have been heartbroken. <laughs> oh God, she was devastated. <laughs> I don't know how happy she was with me that <laughs> I made her watch the show after that. <laughs> it was very much a Game of Thrones wide writing type reaction where you're just like, what? Yeah. But oh it, my God. But kind of unlike Game of Thrones, it makes sense. It isn't yeah, just. I mean, a the twist Red Wedding at the time makes sense. Oh no, no, no. I mean, Red, Red Wedding, Wedding makes sense. I'm more I am more lampshading the final season. Oh yeah. Very it's true. a twist, guys. You oh. like those. Yep. Subverting expectations. I hate oh, you. Okay. Oh, God. So, oh. Um so um, yeah. Zuko Zuko chose the wrong choice. So now oh. we are going to go back <laughs> to Toph, Sokka, and the Earth King that are in that are that are that are in a cell underground that has a metal door. They are just waiting for the Daily to leave so that Toph can just break open the door. And it is great. But, but they can't leave yet because the Earth King won't leave without, without Bosco. That stupid bike. Or bike. <sighs> stupid bear. <laughs> bike. <laughs> yeah, we gotta get the bike back. Yeah, absolutely. Da, 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 da. Yeah. So so they have to go up to the throne room. And this is they're expecting to fight, but um you know, I love it because May and Tylee are just chilling. Um yeah. Tylee's trying to teach the bear how to do one of her acrobatic moves. Hands. Which, <laughs> which is something I can see her doing at the circus. Totally. Absolutely. And um yeah, but so the gang comes in. And May is just like, 
Yeah, I'll just take the bear. <laughs> okay. Like, they do not care. <laughs> I know that, like, 12-year-old me did, did, didn't really like May. Probably because, like, May and Zuko ended up being the yes. thing. Zutara but, forever! Who is this person? Well, like, not even that. Just, just Zuko with anyone else but me. <laughs> <laughs> that too. <laughs> you know, that too. But, <laughs> but I love May. Every yeah, I think May's every, great. Every scene, it's just perfection. May is growing to be one of my favorite characters, which is why all of my favorite characters are are all from the Fire Nation, and Sokka. Yeah, <laughs> and Toph. Sorry, gang. <laughs> yep, <laughs> it's great. So yeah, to get the bear, let me cut back to the fight and most likely if you're watching this for the first time you're still yelling at the screen yeah. Fire <laughs> probably don't, you probably don't even Fire remember that scene where they're taking the bear back because you're yelling at the screen yeah <laughs> um yeah Zuko so, has fire whips because he's cool Katara has water whips because it's Cause also she's a master. the opposite mm-hmm. and the whole time you're thinking Zutara why <laughs> um, Katara's like I trusted you <laughs> yeah I thought you changed buddy I have changed. You know, you were supposed to destroy the dark side, not join it. You were the chosen one. (laughs) (laughs) So, at this point, Ang's realizing, oh man, this is a losing battle. So maybe I, I should consider giving up Katara for a hot second. So he puts himself in a little rock tent for a minute. And proceeds to meditate and let go of Katara so that he can enter the Avatar state um, yeah. and have control over it. And he's doing a great job. He manages to do it. He is his tattoos start glowing. He's floating in the air. All seems to be right with the world. And then all of a sudden, oh, lighting change. It's like a flash lighting. of light. And then you cut to Azula, who is clearly struck him with lightning and you're just like fuck no he falls and and then hundreds of feet to the ground and then like metaphor uh visually in his mind you see him fall from like the avatar state too and everything like it's it's horrible the cosmic energy is gone and then like katara who 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 at this point is staring at him in horror crying just just bulldozes everybody all of the water here anywhere and just uses it to just cat to 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 just catch him to run over and catch him yeah and i find this real bad beautiful because Mm -hmm. because ang is actively trying to like break his connection to katara he is trying to actively be apart from her and yet they still come together and yet they still love each other yeah and it's and it's really poignant Mm -hmm. so it's really bad at this point you're screaming screaming slash crying even harder at the tv (sighs) what the hell writers why why are you doing this to me why are you crushing my heart sticking in a blender and then you know st- 
sticking it or having a chainsaw go through it and then putting it back together only to destroy it again. Like, why are you doing this? So um, while that's happening. Well, like Katara's holding his prone body. Yeah. Uh, So it was looking real bad. Azula's called in reinforcements. Um, Every daily ever. Yeah. Gosh, and then Z- and then Zuko's on this side now too, and you're just like, oh, I hate everything. Fuck you, Zuko. Fuck you, Zuko. And then <laughs> uh, Iroh comes crashing in and proceeds to hold them off, and um, and in order to help the gang get out of there, like he the badass that Iroh is. He literally says, "I will hold them off," and does just enough for them to get away, and then just puts his hands down. And he's oh, done. Does what? I, I think you, you cut out there a little bit. Oh, um, yeah. So um so um so um Iroh does just enough for Aang and 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 um and um Katara to get away. And after he does that, he just puts his hands down and he's done and they can capture him now. And he's done everything that he needed to. And I love that about Iroh because he doesn't want mm-hmm. to, yeah, to hurt the family. No, you know? like he willingly gets himself captured. And Even this, though Azula's just the, the worst. worst, yeah. And Zuko is also the worst in this moment right now too. And <laughs> just the look on his face, disappointment. Oh my god! Oh, just sheer disappointment it's like the worst you know it's it's when your parents are like yeah i'm not mad i'm just disappointed Uh, um yeah this is the (laughs) fifth time i wrote fuck you zuko or or just zuko no yes (laughs) dude i wrote the same thing with like 15 exclamation points what the fuck the entire line is yeah is just I didn't really take notes on this part. It was just like all caps, Zuko, why, no, what the fuck, what the fuck, what the fuck, exclamation points, lots of exclamation yeah. points everywhere. Um, just bad. Yeah. So, um, um, so, um, the gang gets away. Everyone's just staring at Aang because it's like he's it's so bad. It's like he's it's straight so up dead. I mean, he got shot through the back, the so. spine. Through the spine, yeah. So I'm like, that's that could be fatal. Um, yeah, I like Kat- part of me likes to believe that he's dead at this point. Like he died for a couple seconds and then was healed by Katara's spirit water. I like to to um believe that he was close to death. Yeah, and the whole time on top of that, you're wondering. So is this just the end of the Avatar period? Because Again, we don't see any indication that he can tap into the Avatar state even until the very, very end. Like, yeah, which has always been the fear. Yeah, and I was like, oh shit! So no more reincarnation cycle. What does any of this mean? Yeah, we're oh, like God. Aang. We're like Aang is now the last Avatar. Yeah, it's like, oh my God! Not yeah, only so the whole time, not yeah. only the last Airbender, but he's the last Avatar too. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, it's so bad. Freaking out. Um, yeah, so luckily she did not use her spirit water yet, so she uses it on him. To heal Zuko's dumb face. <laughs> no, fuck you, Zuko. <laughs> fuck it. you, Katara. <laughs> Screw this, you. This, this, like, entire episode, you keep on making oh. almost bad decisions. Oh my god. I love yeah. you, but, like... Can you uh... imagine, can you imagine what it would be like if she did use it? If she wasn't thirsty? <laughs> No. <laughs> oh no! I mean, like physically thirsty for tea. 
Oh, sure. Yeah, if, that or like, if she never used, saw Zuko. Yeah, or even if she used oh the spirit water on his scar, he still makes a bad choice. And, oh and then god. she can't use it on Aang. Like, oh god. Oh no. Um if she, okay, if she did, I don't think he would have turned on her. I don't know. I know because Azula benefit. Yeah, but at the same time, Azula got him so well. Like, I I don't know. I I still feel like. But I think that like Azula looking at his face, it would have been a much different conversation where he would have been where he would have been a traitor to her already. I think, I I I think that is what what would would have happened, and I think one of Zuko's main traits is guilt and shame. So I think that he would totally go with like Katara who just healed his face and not with the bad guys. Yeah. But cause his face. Yeah. But at the same time, trying to redeem himself under his dad is so big for him. Like that's, what's been driving them this whole freaking time which is why he's been feeling so lost this season because he no longer has that ability to even do that for specifically this season, so. though i don't think azula would have had the same conversation with him I yeah think- but i still i still think she could have twisted it enough to get him because she's that good i would have like, thought okay so like this is this is my fan fiction now. I would think Zuko would have got his face healed. Azula would have seen it. And like Azula's main goal now would be to scar his face. Just like what her dad did to him. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. But either way, it probably still would have been fucked up. <laughs> yeah. So T- super messed up. Um, uh-huh. Azula's so- sitting on the throne. It turns out the throne is a giant badger mole. Mm-hmm. Very happy about it. Yes. And yeah, everything's great. We took over Bossing Say. A 14 year old took over Bossing Say, the quote, yeah. impenetrable city that couldn't even be taken over by freaking Iroh, who's a total baller. Like, this is insane. So, yeah, she's taking it over, but you cut to Zuko, still worse, who's now conflicted on whether or not he made the right call. You didn't. In which case, yeah, Zuko was like, no, he he betrayed you. So, who needs Iroh anyway? In which case, the last shot we get of Zuko is just a close-up of his face. Both uh, side. Like, I like how the shadowing on his face is here because it's like really split right down the middle so it's like yeah the light parts of himself and like the bad parts of of himself and clearly he's conflicted which transitions well into book three because he's still feeling yeah conflicted about what the action about the decision that he made which he should be because oh my god screw you worst decision <laughs> but i also love how um how um azula says that father doesn't have to restore your honor today Mm -hmm. um today you zuko restored your own honor and i think part of it is like azula wants to take things for herself not just for her dad 
she and she and Zuko have 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 the same like fucked up relationship with their with their dad where they want their they they want their dad's approval they want the fire lord to love them and they and they want him to trust them respect them but like um azula tries to do things for herself and zuko just tries to do things to like get that love like she does it to for like her own pride which is also related to her father's affection in her but also part of it is i don't think she knows whether like ozai will actually accept zuko back and she doesn't want to promise that mm-hmm. yeah so it's that, like and she clearly doesn't of... think that that she clearly yeah. feels like oh i don't know if we killed him or not so yeah let's <laughs> let's place it on the wayward son who everybody hates just in case so there's no blood on my hands which looks great mm-hmm. looks to, great to everyone else well okay it gives dual benefits one zuko feels indebted to her now because mm-hmm. like azula saying mm-hmm. that zuko did it got collateral <laughs> but also azula has that as as like indebted blackmail in case something bad happens and also in case something bad happens in general oh well like mm-hmm. zuzu said yep yeah. it's a shit show and the last line of this episode is the earth kingdom has fallen has fallen yeah yay it's everything sucks and they fly yeah, off um, in the distance and that's the end of book two which is crazy again for a kid show to end like that and then you got to sit around and wait for like a year and a half or however long it took for book three to come out because it felt like, like an eternity at least a year oh it took for so reals. long at, which as a child that's the equivalent of waiting five years for anything like which honestly it still feels like five years <laughs> but um <laughs> yeah what a crazy whirlwind of a season finale and just a season in general. Again, this is very much like Empire Strikes Back for me, where it ends on that really open downer note. Downer note. And you're just like, oh my God, where do we go from here? That was intense and nobody's happy right now. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> so yeah, but just really good. Seriously, it's one of the best season finales to anything as far as I'm concerned, like this is so solid to me. Both of these episodes are very solid um, leading to a horrible, but a horribly wonderful twist <laughs> um, that still breaks my heart. Honestly, I don't watch this as much as I love these two episodes. I don't watch them too often on my repeats because I just get mad. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, but they're very good. Are, things are good because they, because they result in a emotional reaction. I like crying when an I'm emotional, sad re- An emotional things. reaction that is not contingent on, well, that's bad writing, if that makes any yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah, no. I mean, it makes it makes me mad because I care about the characters be, because I care about what they do, and I know that they can do better. Um, mm-hmm. it, makes, it makes me sad because be, because Aang might be dead, Toph tough while she got out of that terrible situation i mean it's that that must have been so so scary 
being like captured by people just 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 like carted away to nowhere and she's blind you know Mm -hmm. and and it and and it makes me feel like affection and love and happy when I see Sokka talking with his dad. I know. And like all of these moments makes makes with just like the pure sadness that we see with Iroh when just Zuko betrays him to like the utmost mm. degree. And Iroh has given oh. him so many chances over and over and over again and mm-hmm. and like and just, he knows uh, that there's good in there somewhere and mm-hmm. it, it's just so let down and so disappointed all, and, and and all of those emotions are in the same like one hour of television and and, and and you get every single range from this because it's written so well because you care about the characters because because you care about the story and you're invested and it's wonderful. Yep. Oh, it's sad stuff. So mm-hmm. normally this would be the part where we say next episode we're going to talk about insert episode here, but just like we did with book one. I think it's time to do a book two recap and cry some more. So tune in for that, where we'll share our favorite episodes, our least favorite episodes, our least favorite characters, our favorite characters, and any other pointless category we can come up with. So animals, makeovers. Yeah. We'll we'll figure it out. Uh Yeah. And then if you don't care about recaps, which is totally understandable, then tune in probably, what, two weeks from now when we cover... Uh, book three we're in the home stretch book three episode one the awakening so until then stay flaming